Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. Want to gamble? Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here, deep from the swamps of Jersey. We've got a great show coming up for you. Gambling has been around since this country has started, and women have played an important role in the growth of the gambling industry. And now a new book has documented the role women have played in the gambling business of this country. It's called That Expletive Broad, and it's written by gaming attorney Jennifer Gaynor. Coming up, we're on Talk with Jennifer about the early female pioneers of gambling in this country all the way up to the present day. It's an incredible book about the women in the world of gambling and casinos. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. They do not give up until you pay. They put a lien on my house. How about you? 
Do you owe back taxes? Call Tax Solutions now and get some help. For a limited time, the IRS offers a tax forgiveness program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Our team can make it easier for you to pay back taxes, avoid tax liens, and get a fresh start. Sometimes you just need a second chance. I call Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. At Tax Solutions Now, our affiliates are all accredited by the Better Business Bureau and members of the National Association of Tax Professionals. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Time is running out. Call Tax Solutions now. Call 800-299-1132. You're listening to the House of Cards. Lose track of time in those casinos. There's no windows, there's no clocks, and you never walk away from the table when you're on a heater. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. Gambling has been a part of this country since it was founded, and women have played a crucial role in the growth of gambling. A great new book has documented the stories of some of these incredible women that broke barriers and helped shape the gambling business today. The book is titled That Expletive Broad, and we want to talk to the author right now, gaming attorney Jennifer Gaynor. Jennifer, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me, Dave. I got to tell you, first, I love the title of your book, That Expletive Broad. How did that become <laughs> the title of your book? Uh, that's actually one of my favorite stories about the book. So as I was uh, researching the various women uh, that I was going to feature in the book, one of them named Deborah Nutt, um, she was one of the first uh, women to be a crap dealer on the Las Vegas Strip. And at a very early age, um, she became a pit boss at, at a strip casino. And some of the gentlemen that she worked with were less than thrilled that she was there. Um, and so they would refer to her as that blank broad, um, something that, you know, for a while was a bit of a challenge for her. She actually hid in the ladies' room during, you know, break times to avoid seeing these men in the break room. But eventually she went on, like I said, to become a very young pit boss. And then she went on to be, uh, you know, a top executive for MGM in the win um, and had a stunning career in, in the gaming industry. You know, I, I've never read a book like this, and it was so great to read about the women in gambling. I mean, it, what inspired you to write this book? Um, well, as you know, I've been a gaming attorney here in Las Vegas for more than 15 years. Um, and, you know, year after year, you go to the gaming conferences. I know you've been there. Sure. Um, and you see lots of what we call manals. Um, and that's, you know, panels uh, consisting mostly of men. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so I was at a gaming conference a couple of years ago. And, you know, I was flipping through, looking at what our panels would be that day. And I saw manal after manal. And, you know, it was a little bit disheartening. But then I, I looked around the room and I saw some amazing women in gaming, women like Sandra Douglas Morgan, um, who was then the chair of the Nevada Gaming Control Board, uh, my good friend Ellen Whittemore, um, who is now general counsel at the WIN. And I realized there was a lot of kick-ass women in that room. Um, and there had been throughout the history of gaming, and I really wanted to make sure that their stories were, were told and shared. 
You know, I, I think it's great how you organized your book, too. You took us from the early days of gambling through corporate America and then with the women who worked in government and regulation. I, I especially love the story of the women in the early days of gambling because I have to admit, when I think of the Wild West and the card rooms west of the Mississippi, I really don't think of women in the gambling business. Uh, but there were several. I mean, for example, you have the story of Lottie Denno, who was incredibly interesting. Can you tell us a little bit about Lottie and some of the other women who were literally the real pioneers of women in gambling in this country. Yeah, Lottie, you know, she was a great story. So she was, you know, she had a very privileged childhood upbringing. Um, you know, her, her father was a plantation owner and he also raised racehorses. Um, but he had two daughters. He had no sons. So when he went on business trips, he would take Lottie with him often. And he was a gambler. So he would take her with him to the casinos and New Orleans, New York, even now over in Europe. Um, and along the way, he taught her how to play. So she actually, at a very young age, um, you know, as a teenager, became a bit of a card shark. Um, and this actually came in super handy for her uh, when her father, unfortunately, uh, perished. He was um, fighting in the Civil War, and he actually died, I think, in the first battle he fought in. Um, so that left her mother with two daughters in a plantation to run. Um, at a time when it was hard to, you know, find men to come in and work on the plantation. Um, so her family sent her off uh, to the city, to, to Detroit, uh, hoping that where they had family friends, hoping that she could find a man to marry who she could then bring back and could run the plantation for the family. Um, but, of course, that's not what Lottie did. Uh, she went to Detroit. She kind of, you know, went on the party circuit. <laughs> And then she started gambling at, at card rooms and playing poker and realized that she could make a lot of money doing that, um, actually enough money that she was able to support her mother and her sister um, with the proceeds she won from gambling. Uh, and then she went on to, you know, have a very stellar career in the, the gambling industry. You know, another part of the book I found really enlightening because I, I really never thought of it that way were the women who actually owned casinos. And one of those inspirational stories you document was the incredible life of Sarah Ann Knight Preddy. I mean, tell us a little bit about her because she impacted Las Vegas. She impacted the gambling business and she was really influential even outside of the gambling business. She was Sarah and I pretty, um, you know, she's a very inspirational figure here in Las Vegas, especially in the African American uh, community. You know, she started off as a, the dealer in the, the card rooms in the segregated West side of Las Vegas. Um, and I actually really enjoyed getting the opportunity to write about the West side and how Las Vegas, you know, once upon a time was segregated. So you would have, you know, famous uh, African-Americans who could perform on the Strip, but they couldn't stay in the Strip casinos. Um, so there was actually a really active after-party nightlife on the West Side where a lot of these performers, you know, African-American and white alike would come and, and spend their time after hours, you know, gambling in the, the casinos and the, the gaming parlors on the West Side. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side.
Get ready, Pennsylvania, to take the best poker games with you on the go anywhere in Pennsylvania with the World Series of Poker Real Money Online Poker app. For over 50 years, the World Series of Poker has been the most trusted name in poker. Now it's your chance to win WSOP circuit rings and WSOP bracelets from anywhere in the Commonwealth. And WSOP.com has a great new sign-up offer for its Pennsylvania players. Download the app or go to WSOP.com and sign up using our bonus code CARDS21. You'll get $25 in free play just for signing up. Get another $25 with your first deposit. That's $50 free play just by signing up and depositing with WSOP.com. And don't forget to use our code CARDS21 at registration. Become a poker champion with an authentic WSOP experience right from the comfort of your own home or anywhere in the Keystone State. Download the WSOP app or go to WSOP.com and sign up today. The cards are in the air at WSOP.com. Must be 21 years or older. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When it comes to online sports betting, PlaySugarHouse.com offers players one of the best experiences in the state of New Jersey. They offer live in-game betting on sporting events worldwide, money line bets, point spreads, prop bets, play-by-play bets, and many more. All at PlaySugarHouse.com, your new home for sports betting in New Jersey. Take advantage of one of their 12 easy deposit methods to get in on all the action. And now when you sign up at PlaySugarHouse.com using our promo code HOUSE, they'll match your first deposit up to $250. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to House of Cards. Where was the house? Where was the house of cards? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there is no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with gaming attorney and author of That Expletive Broad, Jennifer Gaynor. Sorry about that. Radio has to do its business, you know. Why don't you continue what you were saying before the break? Um, but anyway, that's where uh, she started off working uh, in the gaming industry because it was a very difficult time for her as a, as a black woman to find, you know, a career elsewhere in Las Vegas where it was segregated. Um and she went on to become the first woman to get a gaming license in the state of Nevada. And, you know, she took that experience and she became involved with the NAACP um, and, you know, civil rights groups in, in Las Vegas and through across Nevada. And she did a lot to advance um, African-American people. You know, for, for one, she ran for office. You know, she was the first uh, female African-American to, to win a primary running for city council in Las Vegas. She ended up not winning. Uh, she went out of politics, decided it wasn't for her, and she went back to, you know, what she knew, which was gaming and running other businesses. Uh, you know, she was quite an entrepreneur um, and quite an inspiration for many. You know, I, I found that uh, that aspect incredibly interesting. I, I was wondering, I mean, was it just the prejudice of Nevada at that time to keep her away from certain areas of the gaming business or were, was it the laws of Nevada really keeping 
the women, especially Sarah Ann, down because, you know, she wasn't allowed to work certain places, yet she was allowed to have a casino license and she owned a casino. What, what was going on there? Um, well, that was in northern Nevada, mm-hmm. you know, versus in Las Vegas where there there were various rules and ordinances. You know, for example, they uh, after she had become a, a dealer, they came up with an ordinance, you know, prohibiting women from being dealers in, in strip casinos in the city of Las Vegas. And, you know, that was, I, I think, prompted because a lot of, you know, women at the time, they saw their men going off to casinos and gambling. Um, and if there were female dealers, they were afraid they would lead the men astray and tempt them to gamble even more and perhaps cheat on them. So, you know, women as dealers, women in the casinos working, you know, were very much frowned upon uh, by society. So that was something that she had to overcome in addition to, you know, the general segregation of Las Vegas at the time. It it seems that one of the areas in the casino and gambling business that women are underrepresented is at the executive level. But there are women who did achieve incredible success at the executive level. I mean, one of the women I was thinking of and you documented in the book was Virginia McDowell. Tell us a little something about her and the other women that have reached very successful levels in the gambling business at the executive level. Yeah, and a lot of times, you know, I found one thing I found interesting while I was writing this book was, you know, I think in a lot of cases, it was never an intention, you know, to become a, an executive in the gaming industry. Um, you know, Virginia McDowell, for example, she started off, you know, as a journalism student um, working in, in radio and, and television. Um, but then she saw that gaming was introduced in, you know, your hometown, New Jersey, um, and wanted to get involved in it industry at the very beginning. So she sent out, because she had become an expert in, in marketing and, you know, TV and radio, uh, and that was her, her major in college with journalism, uh, she was attracted to marketing directors at, at gaming properties, I believe it was the Tropicana, and, and they hired her to do marketing, and that's how she got into the, the gaming industry. Um, but she ended up uh, meeting some men along the way who were really mentors to her, and taught her a lot about the actual operational side of gaming um, and, and brought her along. You know, one of the first major things she did was taking over a struggling gaming company, Argosy Gaming, and, and turning it around. And I think one of the ways she was able to do that was she had a very hands-on approach. So she would go down to the casino floor. She would talk to customers. She would, you know, be very interested in what they liked, what they didn't like, what they wanted to see. And, and found ways to really make it a better experience for customers um, and thus made, you know, casinos more successful. Um, and someone who knew her from her time at Argosy uh, when the Isle of Capri uh, position, um, CEO position became available, you know, uh, really lobbied for her to be interviewed for the position because they knew you know, what a great job she could do. Um, and that's how that came to be about. You know, I, I was reading that expletive broad, your great book, uh, here in New Jersey at the perfect time, I think, because the big story that broke about a month, month and a half ago was that Caesars Entertainment named Jacqueline Gray, senior vice president and general manager of the Tropicana Casino in Atlantic City. Now, with that hire, it mm-hmm. means that four of the nine Atlantic City casinos were run by women, the other three being Melanie Johnson at the Borgata, Terry Glebaki at Ocean Resort, and Carrie Hall at Bally's. And that really made me think, because I, I was reading that section when I saw the news story break, and I was thinking, I was like, 
is New Jersey doing well in comparison to other states that have casinos? Is, In your opinion, is that ratio or percentage keeping pace with other gaming markets across the country? Oh, certainly. You know, I think that's, you know, great strides being made in, in New Jersey right now. Um, but, you know, this time with the pandemic, it's actually been a very challenging time sure. for women um, in the workforce generally, in the gaming industry in particular, um, where, you know, gaming and hospitality is one of the industries that was very hard hit by the pandemic. Um, and you look at some of the, the news stories coming out, uh, talking about how this is having a uh, outsized impact on women, that they're, you know, leaving the workforce at, you know, four times the rate that men are. Um, so this makes it a very important time for women to be having these executive roles in the gaming industry and really keeping um, keeping a hold of the progress that women have made in, in the gaming industry, you know, to become these executives. Uh, but we also have to be very careful that we don't lose women at all levels of gaming because, you know, you're not going to be able to have women in these executive roles if you don't have the pipeline at the lower levels um, leading up to that. Uh, so, you know, I think this is a, a great time for, for this book and the, the messages in the book about the importance of women in the gaming industry um, and for gaming companies to really pay attention, you know, to make sure they're continuing to feed that pipeline. Well, I'm curious. You mentioned it. I mean, are there gaming companies right now doing more to promote women and diversity in the workplace, especially at the executive level? Um, there definitely are, uh, you know, gaming companies that are working very hard to do that. And some of that is, you know, prompted by some of the women in my book, um, you know, who have become executives and, and are doing a lot to, to help women um, and, the, you know, the Global Gaming Women organization, I think, has played a very important role in promoting that throughout the years. Um, you know, MGM's always had a, uh, you know, they took an early stance and Caesars as well and making sure that this was a priority for them. Uh, you know, you see places like, you know, the Win, where, you know, they we're kind of in a lot of trouble when it came to, you know, misogyny and how women were treated in that workforce not that long ago, as we all famously know, um, you know, with the cases against uh, Steve Wynn. And they've had a major turnaround in their representation of women on their board, um, you know, and putting Ellen Whitmore, uh, choosing her to be the uh, general counsel for the Wynn. So, you know, there's definitely uh, companies in Las Vegas and in the gaming industry that are doing really good things in this area. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and Six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus... 
free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. With some of the best promotions and offers in the sports betting market, PointsBet simply stands out. PointsBet is the only U.S. online bookmaker to offer points betting, where every yard, every point, every goal, even every play matters. Same-game parlays, good karma payouts, early payouts, and exclusive game day promotions and guarantees for all sports. PointsBet offers more bet types than any other bookmaker in the world, offering a unique set of markets that aren't available anywhere else. And now PointsBet is offering one of the best sign-up offers in the sports betting market today. New customers signing up with code BET21 receive two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Get up to $500 back if your first fixed odds bet loses, and up to $1,500 if your first points betting bet loses. That's code BET21 for two risk-free bets up to $2,000 at PointsBet. PointsBet, it pays to be fast. Must be 21 years or older, and in New Jersey, the place of bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly... It's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's getting warmer outside and the action is really starting to heat up on the tables at Party Poker in New Jersey. Sign up with code EXIT7A and take advantage of Party Poker's new sign-up offer of $25 free, plus a first deposit match up to $600 and start playing poker online today. Daily tournaments, cash games, sit and goes. The Party Poker U.S. Network offers players an opportunity to participate in their favorite poker tournaments online every day, all day. And don't forget about their Sunday tournament featuring $35,000 in guaranteed prize money. So head on over to nj.partypoker.com and sign up today with our promo code EXIT7A. New customers get $25 free when registering, plus you also get a first deposit match up to $600. That's code EXIT7A to get your $25 free when registering and your first deposit match up to $600. The cards are in the air at partypoker.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 and over and located in New Jersey. New patrons only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of May 2nd, 2022. Pennsylvania reported record-breaking gaming revenue for the month of March. According to the Pennsylvania Gaming Control Board, the Keystone State recorded $462.7 million in revenue. That mark surpassed its previous record of $432.5 million, which was set in November 2021. According to the report, what drove this revenue increase was retail table games and online casino games. 
Another state celebrating a milestone is Massachusetts. For the first time in history, the Bay State recorded a nine-figure monthly gaming revenue. According to the Massachusetts Gaming Commission, the state's casinos recorded $102.67 million in March. The biggest winner of the three casinos in the state was Encore Boston Harbor, which generated a record-breaking $64.8 million in revenue. And finally, online lottery platform Jackpocket announced a deal with the Minnesota Twins. According to the agreement, Jackpocket became the official mobile lottery partner of the Major League franchise. Jackpocket will be giving away VIP tickets, tours of the ballpark, and will also give away free lottery tickets if people use the promo code TWINS. Sounds like some pretty good stuff from Jackpocket and the Twins. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. House of Cards Gaming Report is brought to you by Fubo Sportsbook. Get in the game with Fubo Sportsbook. And now new customers get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 plus a free month of Fubo TV when you sign up at FuboSportsbook.com with promo code WATCH, W-A-T-C-H. That's promo code WATCH when you sign up to get your first risk-free bet up to $1,000 at Fubo Sportsbook plus a free month of Fubo TV. Sign up, then sync up to enjoy one of the most unique and personalized sports experiences in the market today. Watch, wager, and win with Fubo Sportsbook. You're listening to the House of Cards. Whoa! I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with gaming attorney and author of That Expletive Broad, Jennifer Gaynor. You know, I want to ask you about the women who became the regulators who oversee the gambling activity in the state. And the one person I was going to bring up, you actually already brought up, Sandra Douglas Morgan. I, I found it amazing that a woman with such incredible knowledge of the gaming industry and gaming law, when the governor of Nevada called her up to be chair of the Nevada Gaming Control Board, she thought he was calling her to ask about the retirement of another board member, which I found that an absolutely mind-blowing story. I mean, tell us a little bit about Sandra Douglas Morgan. Um, she's incredibly smart, incredibly polished, but, um, you know, one of the most modest people I've ever met. You know, when I actually initially approached her at a Global Gaming Women event um, to interview her for the book, uh, she was like, me, are you sure? She's like, I've only been chair for less than a year. You know, I haven't accomplished that much. And, and I had to tell her, you know, standard just by virtue of being the chair of the Gaming Control Board, you know, the second female and the first African-American chair of the board, um, you know, just by being you and being that position, you've accomplished quite a lot uh, for, for women in the gaming industry. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, when I was when I was interviewing her, you know, she was talking about how, you know, she really preferred 
getting involved in the, the operation of being the board chair and, and the policy of it. Um, and, you know, I pointed out how important it was um, for me personally as a woman in the industry to see her speaking at gaming conferences and, you know, to see her up there um, as, as a role model and someone that, you know, women could aspire to be was extremely important. And she said, you know, I really never thought about that, you know, how important it was for me to be there to be in the room, to be up there speaking. Um, so she said, you know, I'm going to make sure that I, I focus on doing that um, a lot more because throughout her experience, you know, she had had um, uh, women, you know, at the MGM that she worked with, for example, uh, who were inspirational role models and, and positions and executive positions that she could look up to. And, you know, she brought up the quote, you know, you have to see it to, to be it. Um, and I think that's very true. Uh, plus, you know, she had a, a great background, not only in, in gaming, but she went through what she called trial by fire uh, when she was working as counsel for the city of North Las Vegas, and they were having, you know, one of their worst fiscal crises ever. And she helped, you know, work with the governor, work with the mayor of the city and, and shepherding the city through, you know, what was a time of crisis um, to turn things around and become, you know, very successful a city, you know, put it on a road to success. So, and she's pointed out, you know, after going through that at the city of Las Vegas, you know, that was really my trial by fire. Um, she overcome, overcame in her own life and career what is known as imposter syndrome. And I think that's something that women suffer from a lot more than men. Um, and that's, you know, thinking that you're not qualified to be there. You know, you look around, you're like, why am I here? What do I know? Do I know anything? Um, and, you know, going through that experience really helped her to overcome that and, and have a lot more confidence moving forward, um, which also helped her to uh, be a great chair. You know, when we talk about the gambling industry, I mean, there are, are a bunch of branches within the industry itself. I mean, there's PR, there's player development, there's marketing. Are there areas in the gambling industry itself where women are really underrepresented to a point where companies should really be focusing on that area with regard to employment of women? Sure, because, you know, if you look at the, the numbers, and this is something I talk about in my book, you know, where there might be, you know, 38% of women represent at the executive level, but you realize they're siloed into certain categories. Um, for example, you, know, you don't see a lot of women on the operational side. You don't see a lot of women on the floor. You don't see a lot of women in IT or security, you know, or where you do see a lot of women are areas that are typically thought of as women industries like human resources and, and marketing. Um, so, you know, and I, I point out in the book, you know, for, for women, for themselves, taking a, a hold of their careers, you know, one of the things they can do is look for areas where there aren't, uh, where there isn't a lot of representation um, by women and ask, you know, their bosses to get them training in that area or to get experience in those areas. Um, and that's something that companies can, you know, really look for and try to encourage as well. You know, right now, the gambling industry, certain states are allowing sports betting and online gambling. I mean, certainly we don't have the complete numbers and the research right now with regard to employment demographics. But do you think those are the next areas of gambling that have to be looked at with regard to women and their impact on the sector of that sector of the industry? Well, I think those are, you know, obviously growth areas for the industry. So it's, you know, extremely important for, for women to be involved there. You know, sports betting in particular has you know, long time 
very much been a man's world. Yeah. So, you know, when you see women making uh, strides and being represented there, like uh, my friend Jennifer Roberts is, you know, counsel at the Interactive Gaming over at the Win. Um, you know, I think that's very exciting, and you hope to see more of that. Looking back at the women you documented in your book, That Expletive Broad, throughout history of the gambling in this country, has there been one characteristic that all these women had that allowed them to push forward in what was once a male-dominated industry? Because I, I found it very interesting, and you brought this up in the interview, that you know they did not set out to finally end up do what they're doing. I, I mean, I, a lot of the women and most of the women didn't think, hey, I'm going to own a casino. But what... What characteristic pushed them forward? Oh, I, I think in most cases, it's a few things, but, uh, you know, one of it is they were all extremely hardworking. Um, you know, they were willing to put in the, the hours and the time. You know, I think Claudine Williams, um, who was a high school dropout, who ended up becoming the owner and operator of a Las Vegas Strip Casino. Um, you know, that's not a path you would ever seen happening. But she she worked really hard. She was very persistent. She asked for what she wanted. You know, for example, uh, you know, when she was a, a teenager, she convinced the the, the owner at a, a nearby you know gaming parlor that had opened up uh, to hire her, um, and you know, and, and said that she, she had experience with uh, dealing dice, which she didn't really, but you know, he he, he bought it and, and brought her on. She became the first female dealer at that club, and that's you know something she did throughout her career. Is, you know, she wasn't afraid to ask for what she wanted. She worked really hard to gain the experience and the knowledge that would make her um, a valuable asset. Um, so, you know, persistence, uh, curiosity, I think, you know, about the gaming industry and really wanting to to do it, you know, love for the game. The, the early women, you know, Alice Ivers, Lottie Dino, they loved gambling. They loved poker. They loved playing. And they were very successful at it. So, you know, it's... It's love for the game, it's love for the industry, it's persistence, and it's the willingness to be a first um, in an area, to be the first woman, to be a dealer, to be, you know, perhaps not get a great reception from your colleagues. Um, that was very important to many of their success. Now, you're a very successful woman in the gambling business. What has it meant for you personally to research and write about the women who have come before you in this industry? Uh, well, first of all, it was incredibly inspiring um, you know, because I knew there were great women out there, you know, many of whom I knew personally, you know, from my own experience working in the industry, um, to learn about some of the other women who I didn't know about, um, extremely inspirational for me in, in writing this book. Um, but also, you know, it's a really great networking tool, I have to say. You know, if there are uh, people that you look up to, in the work world and you're not sure how to approach them. You know what, if you're going to interview them for an article or a book, that's a great tool. You know, it gets you a conversation. It gets you an introduction. And, um, you know, I highly recommend it. Jennifer, we're running out of time, but I certainly want to get your opinion on the current state of the gambling industry with regard to the pandemic. Certainly it's been one of the most challenging times for the industry. I mean, I got to tell you, as a fellow gaming attorney, I've never before now had to draft a service contract for the cleaning and sanitizing of casino chips, but it's a very weird time. How do you see the gambling? <laughs> how do you see the gambling industry emerging from this? Um, I think it's going to emerge stronger than ever. 
Uh, you know, the gambling industry, as you know, over the years has gone through, you know, many different changes and iterations from, you know, kind of the lounges and, and the card playing that was prevalent, you know, back in the 50s and the early days uh, to, you know, the, the onslaught of the large slot floors um, that really became the moneymaker for casinos in more recent years. And I think we're going to see a change away from that. And, you know, what exactly that will be, I don't know, will it be esports, will it be online gaming, um, you know, different kinds of experiences that casinos can bring to the table. I think all of it's, you know, really worth exploring. And sports betting, of course, you know, now that past has been repealed, um, you know, that's only going to continue growing across the country. So, uh, you know, I think the gaming industry, you know, it's, it's a dark time now. It's a difficult time now. But I think there's a, you know, blue sky on the other side of the pandemic. Jennifer, can you tell people how they can get a copy of your book, That Expletive Broad? And if you have a website or a social media address, you can give that out, too. Sure, you can find me on uh, Facebook at Jennifer Gaynor or LinkedIn um, at Jennifer Gaynor. And the book is available on Amazon.com and, and Barnes and & Noble. So if you just uh, Google that expletive broad, you will be able to find it online. Jennifer Gaynor, attorney and author of That Expletive Broad, thank you so much for coming on and sharing the stories of these incredible women of gambling with us. It's an incredible book about the gambling industry. Thank you so much for coming on and talking about it. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Dave. I appreciate it. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. More bets, better odds at PlaySugarHouse.com. Sign up today at PlaySugarHouse.com, and don't forget to use our promo code HOUSE to take advantage of their first deposit match up to $250. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-297-9766. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. 
That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. They do not give up until you pay. They put a lien on my house. How about you? Do you owe back taxes? Call Tax Solutions now and get some help. For a limited time, the IRS offers a tax forgiveness program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Our team can make it easier for you to pay back taxes, avoid tax liens, and get a fresh start. Sometimes you just need a second chance. I call Tax Solutions Now and they got the IRS off my back. At Tax Solutions Now, our affiliates are all accredited by the Better Business Bureau and members of the National Association of Tax Professionals. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Time is running out. Call Tax Solutions Now. Call 800-299-1132. People gotta win sometimes. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a giant, colorful check to deposit. Bean the House is brought to you by BetMGM Casino. Play your favorite casino games at BetMGM Online Casino. Slots, table games, live dealer games, everything you love about Atlantic City and Vegas, all online at BetMGM. Don't wait. Join in the fun now. Go to BetMGM Casino, create an account using our promo code TURNPIKE, and become a verified player. New players get $25 free when signing up, plus a first deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's promo code TURNPIKE at BetMGM.com for a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 plus $25 free. Grab a lion's share of the fun at BetMGM.com. Must be 21 years or older to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And welcome to this week's edition of the Turnpike Sports Beating the House segment where we discuss the jackpots won across the country and internationally in the casinos, the online casinos, the bingo halls, the lottery, what have you. We will discuss the uh, a bunch of different stories that are kind of interesting in terms of the amounts won, the games. Um, keep those press releases coming in, and we'll continue doing this segment. You mentioned bingo halls. Have we had a good jackpot from a bingo hall lately? No, that's no, why I mentioned. We, I'm hoping we, somebody we need sends more me bingo one halls. In. Well, hey, you know, you still have Foxwoods is considered a bingo hall. A lot of the casinos still have. Bingo I've halls. never referred to Foxwoods as bingo. Hall. It started out as a bingo. Okay, hall. you got you got to actually acknowledge All the, right, the bingo well, halls. At you least acknowledge its history, but I was trying to be bingo. nice. Now, 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 you kind of make me rethink what I just yeah. said. So, uh, but uh, we're going to start off this week in Arizona. Okay. The Desert Diamond Casino West Valley. And as a matter of fact, I think we've had a couple in the past 
from the Desert Diamond Casino. I was going to ask that. I, I have name is familiar. Yeah, yeah. I have Desert to go back Diamond. and take a look at the uh, records, but I'm pretty sure we've had at least a couple of these. Now, is it's in the name here? West Valley is that the location of it, or is that the actual name? Desert Diamond Casino, West Valley. Yes. Yeah. Both. Okay. They're both. Okay. They're both. Okay. Uh, very uh, nice. Uh, casino chain in Arizona. I've There's never a been. couple of them. Never There's been. a couple of them. They do a great job there. Okay. Um, we are going to be talking about a table game today from the Desert Diamond West Valley. Joseph R. hit a $744,340 multi-game progressive jackpot playing three-card poker. Wow. We haven't had too many three-card poker jackpots. No, we've had a lot of pie-gal poker, yes. but not a lot of three-card poker. Well, you know, this, well, okay, now that you mentioned Pi Gal. Okay, we have a Pi Gal poker Well, thing? no, okay. it, as part of the story, we have a Pi Gal reference. Oh, okay, all right. This was a three-card poker multi-game progressive jackpot. Joseph hit a royal flush as the winning hand. All right. And the last guest that won a huge jackpot. Mm-hmm. Was a five hundred thousand dollar pie gal poker All right, yeah. progressive jackpot. Boy, people are running pie gal a lot. It's a very popular game. Obviously, yeah, I, I, like I, I don't said, know the you rules. Know, everyone, I don't know uh, the rules. So. I, I have the uh, well. You, dude, I, I got to show you online. I've been trying to do it online. So not not, not to the success that some of these people have had. Seven hundred forty four thousand. No, no, I haven't had that. No. No, I'm pretty sure I'd hear about that one. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Right? You'll, you're, tr- you're angling to be one of the entries. Well, first off, I wouldn't be here. I'd be on vacation That's somewhere. That's so. <laughs> You'd be holding a big Yeah, check. so you, you know I didn't win anything because I'm sitting here. Well, we're going to leave Arizona, and we're going to go to Las Vegas. All right. By the way, almost just about every week, if not every other week, one of the station's casinos has a big winner. I like the station casino. All of them. I, are good. I, I, they All they of have them are the good. greatest bad beat jackpot. It's not if you get the bad beat. Everyone. Not only in the poker room, but in the all the poker rooms of Palace Station get something, right? That's the chain, right? They have a couple different bad beats. They have a couple different. Yeah, yeah. no, but that's one, one of the one of really them, cool bad beats. One of them is just the one casino. The other bad beat is all the casinos that are playing that same game. Yep. The other one is all the casinos with everybody in the poker room. There's at the, a couple at the different, different poker rooms. So, yeah. so that, there's, that's great. I'd say. There's a couple different bad beat I guess you got to really check on it to see yeah. the bad beat uh, rules. You got you actually got to sit down. You, you know those little cards, that the pay tables they have on yeah. the table? Yeah. They actually describe some of the bad beats and everything. Yeah. So make sure you actually look and see By exactly the way, what I've, you're I've never read them. I've seen them no. in front of me got a million times. I've never read them. I've actually, I guess I should. Yeah, but. I've actually read them a couple of because, uh, you know, it's one of the ways you can actually learn what you're doing. But uh, Las Vegas local, let's go on to the story here, at the Palace Station Casino. It did not say if he was one of their boarding pass members, which is their loyalty club. Okay. Since they have the train motif. Yeah. Um, Las Vegas local hit $120,000 Royal Flush. Wow. He placed a $10.50 bet on double super times pay poker. Okay. That's a video poker machine. All right. Uh, hit a Royal Flush jackpot at 11.42 a.m., according to the press release. So this was some early morning money winning. Great. I don't mm-hmm. know how long the person was playing, but um, this was a Monday morning at 11.42 a.m. Wow. At the Palace Station. And uh, video poker. Again, we don't do too many video poker payouts. I mean, we did one, I think, a couple weeks ago where the the woman had two two uh jackpots just sitting there you know i interviewed a person 
she wrote a book. Jean Scott, I believe. Yeah, no, it's the frugal. That was her game, video yes, poker. Video poker. And I, she claimed that she she's never had to pay at a casino ever, going around with the different comps and the different. I think the, the frugal gambler was that the name of the book. The or? frugal casino. If the frugal casino gamblers, no, the frugal guide to casino gambling. Yeah, I mean frugal gambler. That's that, that was like a person who knew how to work the comps, and that and that was her game. That was uh, you know video poker. Well, again, yeah. we have a hundred twenty thousand dollar royal flush. Yeah, we're going. Cross-country now, we're going to enter the state of New Jersey, our home state. A mm-hmm. um, couple of jackpots to talk about here. And as I always mention during the week, we do a New Jersey jackpot. If you want to check these out for yourself, it's very interesting. With the Division of Gaming Enforcement, they do a great job with this. Every two weeks, they update the list of the jackpots coming out of the brick and mortar and also the online casinos for $50,000 or more. Okay. Um, so that's what they consider a jackpot, $50,000. They're smaller jackpots. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah. the ones that get reported by the Division of Gaming Enforcement are the bigger payouts. Okay. And um, I always find it interesting trying to track which casino, brick and mortar or online, doesn't really matter, which casino actually pays out the most. Okay. And I've been keeping track. We've only had $1 million jackpot this year. All right. So uh, that's going to be something to watch. We had a couple by this time last year. Hmm. We only have one this year. But we're going to go focus on two jackpots in particular. We've got Play MGM Casino. Um, two jackpots, uh, both on slot machines, All online right. slots. We have a $132,950 slot win playing Ainsworth's Cougar Cash. All right. Now, as you can... I've never heard of that. As you can imagine, it's an animal-themed... Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, slot machine. The now, Cougar. Ainsworth is the... Maker. Maker is the yes. brand. Okay. Uh, I'm starting to see a lot of casinos have Ainsworth suites, whereas Ainsworth's divisions in their... Well, yeah, you can you can search by maker. Yes. You know, you can search Ainsworth or IGT, and you can go to all their machines. But, so. I, but I know some casinos are actually in their big menu where they have slots, mm-hmm. table games, then they have Ainsworth. Oh, okay. So there's a whole other suite of games oh, all right. under the Ainsworth menu uh, label. Uh, but every time you win, you'll hear cougars roaring. Okay, oh, uh, makes pr- sense. Pr- right. The wild cougar is the highest paying symbol. They have a scatter. They have cougar cubs. So they went all out for the cougar theme on this. All right. Uh, the other one, $420,000 win playing Every's Borgata 777 Respin. Wow. Okay. Now, don't get confused by the name of the game because it's made in conjunction between Every and BetMGM, and it's available at BetMGM Casino, Borgata Casino, and Party Casino. Okay. The game was launched back in September of 2021, and uh, they named it the Borgata 777 Respin because there's a respin bonus that triggers randomly on any winning spin. You don't know if you're going to win this. Oh, okay. Kind of a unique... Uh, feature that this game has. See, I gotta go look for this because uh, I have a subscription. I don't know what the hell you call it. I'm a member. I have a subscription. I don't know. I I can log on to Borgata. You're BetMGM. a registered player. I'm a registered player. Yeah, go. yeah. I, I'm a registered player at Borgata and BetMGM. So but I'll a, take a look for it. But a four hundred twenty thousand dollar win. So okay. within two weeks, there was about I would say five hundred fifty thousand dollars paid out 
by Play MGM Casino. Oh, okay. I've actually never referred to it as Play MGM Casino. Kind of, kind of interesting how they see. I always heard of Bet MGM. It's listed in the uh, spreadsheet that they release okay. as Play MGM Casino. So when you go to Bet MGM, it's actually Play MGM too. So yeah, I, guess I, I would assume so. Either, I guess it yeah. goes to both. Okay, right. that may be their original domain name too. If okay. you think about it. All right. Uh, let's go from slots and online casinos to the Mega Millions. We don't do specific Mega Millions stories too much. No. Uh, we have a Mega Millions ticket sold in Tennessee that hit the $20 million jackpot. Okay. That's two jackpot winners for Mega Millions within a week. Wow. Um, it's two consecutive drawings. That never happens. Yeah, no, it's uh, rare. Uh, Tennessee player was the fourth person to win the Mega Millions top prize this year. So Tennessee, I guess, is leading the league. In Mega Millionaires? I guess so, yeah. That's the way to put it. uh, If you want to play Mega Millions, I guess take a drive to Tennessee, huh? Uh, The last time Mega Millions... This was a very interesting note. The last time Mega Millions had jackpot jackpot winners in two consecutive drawings was back in July of 2016. It's not a normal occurrence to see two consecutive draws getting a top prize winner. Wow, pretty good. So uh, kind of of a... uh, Kind of a... I guess it's a uh, groundbreaking note. Sorry, that you call uh, Tennessee the lottery state. It's, uh, well, uh, I think they want to be known for sports betting more so <laughs> yeah, than anything probably, else. Probably, yeah. But, uh, again, um, it was, uh, let's see. I'm looking at my notes here just to make sure I don't miss anything with regards to it. Um, no, that that was basically the big note. There's a whole bunch of other Mega Millions winners to talk about. But it was very unusual to see two consecutive Weeks, yeah. two consecutive draws, I should say. Great. Um, last, uh, we have the Michigan Lottery, uh, a lottery club in Genesee County, won a one point seven million dollar jackpot. We don't normally talk what about what the hell's lottery a lottery club. club. Is that just a group of people? They put some money. They in get together, together and buy a lottery ticket. Okay, all right. Uh, so they uh, they won the. I guess you better make sure your name is on that yes, list. Yes, right. Okay. They won the jumbo jackpot slots fast cash jackpot. All well, right. That's a mouthful to say from the mm-hmm. Michigan Lottery. And they bought it at Mojo's Food and Spirits. Okay. I just want to include that because they get a chunk of that. Sure, sure, sure. Um, they, so uh, how many are in the club? Did they eight say? people. Eight, eight people. people. Okay. And how much they win? Uh, $1.7 million. Okay. That's that's a good payout. Uh, I'm trying to figure out taxes and how much each person would get. Boy, that's a math problem, huh? I wonder if they have issues with what if one of them wants to do the lump sum, one of them wants to do it. I would think they would have that all hammered out hammered out before you do anything i would i would assume that i would hope they had it all hammered out so well they actually had to double check everything one person saw the drawing and saw that they won with the ticket another person had to go check the lottery app just to double check everything so uh they were they were very careful in confirming that they won this prize okay so i'm sure they've actually uh um, have done this before. I won something before. Oh, yeah, so. great, great. And last but not least, one little quick note: uh, Drake. Okay. <laughs> Always betting on uh, uh, sports. Uh, he uh, put a place to bet at Golden State to win the Western Conference. Looks right. like he's on his way to winning. This, okay. The way All Golden right. State's playing, he got five to one odds, and he bet two hundred thousand dollars. Wow. So if he wins, the payout will be a million dollars. Wow. And this is cash. Well, hey. Yeah, Good this, for him. this is not Good for him. this is not a uh, crypto like he did uh, the other bets for the okay. uh, 
Super Bowl and March Madness. Oh. So this was cash. Great. And good luck to Drake. Good luck to Drake. He's. All, he, I'm wondering where Mattress Mac is in all this. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but that's it for this week's uh, Beating the House segment. As always, keep the press releases coming in. We'll keep doing the segment and uh, getting more and more interesting lottery stories. And also some of the games are becoming more interesting to uh, discuss, yep. too. Well, that'll do it for us this week. I'll see you next time on House of Cards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.